What's up guys and welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian financial markets are moving and my opinion and my views and my analysis on how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades and the lessons that I learned during my trading for the day. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 229. Today we're going to talk about the wild trading session that we experienced today and make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at. Let's get started. Today I think it would be wrong to not talk about Reliance primarily after all that one stock has managed to move the market more than anything else could well with the exception of covid because I think after the AGM. I think this has been the most volatile or the most abrupt and sudden uh, fall or spike that I've seen since the COVID induced sell off and then, you know, the, the short covering rally that we saw. So it, it was extremely exciting in that way. And uh, if you look at the markets as a whole, if you look at the EOD data right now, regardless of whether you uh, talk about the broad market indexes or other indices or whether you talk about the sectoral indices, it will not give you uh, the proper picture because the kind of positivity that we saw at open was ridiculous. It was almost as if yesterday was a good bear trap, which it probably could have been. And today the bulls would have laughed all the way to the bank. Unfortunately though, Mr. Ambani or Mota Bhai as he's uh, very... Uh, very affectionately called, uh, would would have not uh, really you know had his AGM today. So it was it was extremely exciting. It was extremely interesting. And intraday, uh, till I think around one thirty to two p.m. or so, everything was going fine. But then uh, RIL fell. So more on that in a bit. But talking about just where things are right now, I'm trying to see if I can get the latest FIDI data. But till then, I can help you with Nifty which is at 10,618.2, up 10.85 points or 0.1%. That's great. The day's range was quite wide at the low being 10,577 and the high being 10,827, just for a 10-point move. So that's crazy. And uh, that, that massive wide range is made even more interesting by looking at the FIDI data, which was quite narrow, uh, rather quite, you know, not that profound or not that intense fi sold to the tune of 221 crores di sold to the tune of 899 crores is what we're seeing here broad market indices uh everything is well, most of it is negative right now vix is also flat or rather negative minus 1.59 percent which does not really make a lot of sense to me uh but that's what it is sectoral indices are okay um you know it of course outperformed up 5.5 percent which is incredible more on my take on IT in a bit in my trades actually. Banking was not that bad, but it was not too good either. Realty took a massive dump. Now the Asian markets as of now are mixed. Most of them are fairly positive. European markets are also fairly positive. US had closed positive last night and the Dow was also positive this morning. So everything is fairly good uh, except for of course that massive sentimental issue which we'll come to after I talk about crude which is positive. Uh, crude right now, if, if it's this lows for me, is at $40.9 per barrel for WTI. Brent is at $42.47 per barrel. Both are up around 1.5%. Uh, 
FX is fairly flat. It's down from its previous, uh, you know, 75.4x, 75.3x levels. It's at 75.19 or so right now. But it's, you know, nothing too exciting. It's still above 75, which is good. Now, moving to uh, the star of the show or, uh, uh, you know, the elephant in the room, that is Reliance. Now, Reliance till around 1400 hours or so, it did comply. But once the clock struck 1400 hours, retailer and uh, from there, that sharp positivity turned into an unending negativity. And that was very rough. I think that's uh, personally speaking, I feel that's because of how little importance was given to hard facts and financials and Reliance's cash cow, the oil business, which is why Reliance is, you know, so big right now. And instead, the geo platforms took over the show. It was more about, you know, look at our glitz and glamour rather than, hey, here's the cash that we, we are earning for our shareholders or share owners, as uh, Mr. Ambani said. So that's my, you know, single line take on it. And while the investment news did cause some spikes, but we could see sellers increasing very rapidly before the crash happened right around the peak. It's a bit it's a bit of a stretch calling it a crash, but then I hope you get the point. Now, as I said, this is probably because Mr. Ambani must have been showing very fancy dreams and visions without really talking about finances. R&D, of course, requires a lot of cash and resources, but doesn't pay you back immediately. Very similar thing we saw with Tata Motors when they announced their R&D plans and such. Uh, additionally, last year, Mr. Ambani had spoken about ambitious AR and VR technologies and all sorts of really nice borderline gimmicky stuff but those promises were left unfulfilled the promise which was filled though which was the net debt free news that's great but then the market has already priced that in when that massive spurt happened i think reliance was up around seven percent uh during that so there was really nothing else which was really holding on to reliance at this point there was nothing nothing which warranted higher levels and possibly that's why we saw uh, such a sharp negativity. I mean, the the build-up to this AGM had already happened way before uh, today, probably even way before yesterday. The build-up had already happened. Those who knew about this would have already gotten into positions, and then we would have seen what we saw today. So, uh, I, I, of course, do think there is, of course, some element, element of, uh, you know, that insider trading aspect to it. But then again, those are conspiracy theories, which I try to stray away from in uh, in these episodes anyway, though. Let's move to the indices where I'll share more thoughts, views and opinions on Reliance also, but from more of an index perspective. And then we'll follow that with uh, my trades. All right, so Nifty intraday is something to behold on. See, very good positivity uh, intraday right up until around 12 noon or so, I think. You could have shorted it right after the peak, uh, the negative candle confirmation, and your cost would have never really come so. It would have been a good short. It could have also been a good long at the very first candle of the day if you were very, uh, you know, careful with your stop losses and such. So overall, it was a good day, uh, you know, in hindsight. But I think what really killed it for many people, or rather not killed, made a killing, but killed it, I mean, in a negative way, would have been uh, would have been the fact that many people were bullish on Reliance, hoping it's topping, hoping it tops like 2000 levels and such. And that was the case with pre-market orders as well, which I was, you know, seeing just because I happened to look at them. But of course, the mood was negative after Mr. Ambani effectively said that all of the near-term growth objectives are met. And now, whatever we're doing is what is going on. I think 
that is the that is the way that the markets must have interpreted it uh, in my opinion and of course this would have resulted in some long unwinding unwinding uh, by people who are already invested in reliance long such as myself and as such the markets fell extremely quickly and we saw that extreme negativity now talking about nifty here it's resting at 10551 which is good let's see if that sentiment lasts i mean honestly even bank nifty is very similar intraday also very similar very linear moves overall except for the reliance induced uh, panic almost and again on the daily chart it is still supporting its level it's still supporting that cip support and such so i think if reliance complies if reliance does not really you know behave too uh, too negatively or behave too notoriously tomorrow and in the coming few days i think we might just see a good uh, i wouldn't call it a recovery but a good few days again this is my reading on this because it's taking support because the globals are also positive the the birds outside are creating an absolute ruckus so i hope that's not picked up by the mic uh, but you know it doesn't really matter so yeah that's my take on the indices really quick take but a take nonetheless because you know again i think most of the moves which we saw today were more because of reliance's agm than anything hints and clues of the of what was coming was definitely visible no doubt about that if you were caught in the sell off it was not because uh, you know the sell off was untimed or something there were indications which i can confirm as someone who was caught on the wrong side of it as well so yeah let's talk about that now in my trades so i personally traded reliance industries today as i normally do and uh, you know i just it i got caught on the wrong side of the trade because my bias was bullish put simply put that is the case but i was very careful about it because i had halved my position size because i just i, I did not want to take any chances whether it goes plus 5% minus 5% i'm keeping half position size so i don't lose a lot i don't gain a lot I, that's fine but as long as my risk is controlled i'm a happy man now of course that did not really turn out so well i did re-enter a couple of times i think i did re-enter one time or two times or something because reliance was showing good moves the birds are creating an absolute ruckus it's really annoying me right now but uh, i'll let them have their freedom it's about to turn into night time so they won't they won't be able to chirp so long uh yeah so i did re-enter reliance a couple of times and uh, it did not really work out i think I was getting a reasonable ROI at one point of time, but I just refused to accept it because I was again very bullish bias. I was looking at you know uh, very high levels like nineteen seventy five and nineteen ninety and such, and that is what really killed me. I just accepted whatever profit I was getting, and that was a good profit. That was not a very measly profit. Let me uh, tell you, I just accepted that things would have been all right, but I was slightly greedy, uh, and rightfully so. I think that. reliance has a tendency to uh, you know move very positively on such days it's just that uh, that that sentiment was an issue today and uh, had i also taken a note of the buyers and sellers uh, changing i could have acted faster but then the thing is the reason why i did not i took a note of it but the reason I, why i did not really act is because buyers and sellers are not really as good of an indicator as one may think it's it's an indicative measure after all they can change for instance Uh, there have been times where you're looking at uh, around seven seven lakh buyers and thirty three lakh sellers, and then within a matter of a few seconds to a few minutes, it changes entirely, and you're looking at thirty three lakh buyers and less than seven lakh sellers. So that has also happened. So it's not my 
only uh, sort of basis where I enter or exit, but it's just a confirmation. Now, talking about the swing trades, yesterday I had exited Infosys as I shared on my, uh, you know, screenshot. I, I forgot to share it in this episode, but then uh, that's fine. I'm a forgetful person, I guess. But yeah, I did exit Infosys yesterday. Today, it, it performed exceptionally well. Not for me, but it did perform exceptionally well for the people who were willing to take risk. And this is what I wanted to talk about uh, today because yesterday when I closed, when I exited Infosys and when the markets closed, Infosys was around 17 or 18 uh, points away from my selling price, which was very good. I felt happy about myself because that is not a, not the kind of risk that I was willing to take. It was uh, It would have eaten into a huge chunk of my profits and I had my you know stops defined very clearly but those people who were willing to take that additional risk were rewarded i i was not willing to take that risk so i wasn't rewarded it's as <clears throat> it's as simple as that so i feel accepting this that you know how much ever risk you're willing to take is you know you you'll probably get a proportionate amount of reward in the long term is something that uh, is very important to understand especially when you talk about days like these where the very next day the stock does exceptionally well so yeah that's my that's my take on my trades i'll move to the lessons now my number one lesson for the day is related to position sizing and that is why i was not really flinching uh, when reliance was either not moving or moving too wildly of course that panic did uh, did get in me also uh, I was I was thinking, like, hey man, what's happening? <laughs> Why is Reliance falling down? Because in one tick it fell down 30 points, so I got a bit uh, I got a bit concerned. But then the PNL was not that you know it was not the PNL hit was really not that bad. So all things considered, I'm still a happy man. My net loss for the day is not that much, and uh, continuing from yeah, from this this previous segment. I, I forgot to say this, but I've parked my proceeds from Infosys in Reliance as the stock itself is arguably the, one of the strongest ones in India. Sentimental issues aside, it's still great. So that and, uh, you know, continuing on my lesson, apologies for the uh, for the you know interruption. But during the day, I was very tempted to double my quantity, which would have been my usual position size, thinking that because Reliance is, will definitely reach 2000 thanks to the AGM. I'll get double the profits. However, I, I thought that, hey, doesn't matter. Upar gaya to kam milega, niche gaya to kam jayega. I will stick to my position size and that discipline was rewarded. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I'm very thankful that I managed to uh, at least do that uh, right today. So yes, I think uh, that's about it for this episode. I hope you found it helpful and informative. I really do hope that you were caught on the right side of the move today. If not, there's always a tomorrow. If not, there's always a day after tomorrow. Do not ever forget that. Uh, yeah. Hope you have a great weekly expiry trading session tomorrow. And hope you have a great uh, day ahead. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions, concerns, feedback, anything, or you just want to say hi, at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Stock Markets with KR on Instagram, you can always reach me and I'll be there to reply. Uh, yeah. Happy trading.